0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Bears Review. My name's Tyler Flesh. I'm joined by my co-host and father, Brian Flesh. Hey there. So, uh, before we get into this, is we're recording this actually right after Arizona just played Chicago. Um, we want to talk about the Seahawks game. It happened last week. We did not have a podcast up because, well, things got a little crazy. Hurricane Florence ran went through. I already had a cabin in the Smokies booked. I went all the way down, or all the way down to Tennessee, stayed in a cabin. Long story short, get back. People got sick. weren't weren't able to record. Um, everyone by now knows his results. Don't really want to talk about it too much. Um, I'll just break it down real quick. Defense phenomenal again. Cleo Mac beast. A lot of question marks, a lot of concerns over Trubisky and the quarterback play. Now, let's get into it. I, I didn't want to waste anyone's time. We are here. This is our reaction. We've had a few beers. We've had a lot of chili. We're ready to diagnose this game. Um, what do you want to start with? The good, the bad, the ugly? Let's start with the good. The good. What do you take away from the game on good-wise? Let's go first quarter, though. Let's, let, let's start off first
1: quarter. First what? quarter, first quarter. First quarter was nasty, but it, but uh, I th- I think if anything, the good part was the Bears defense. Even though we had a couple plays, I think primarily with uh, Danny Trevathan that missed a few coverages. Um, but other than that, the defense still played pretty tough overall. What do you think? Well, we're not we're not talking
0: about overall. We're just going to go quarter by quarter.
1: Yeah, that's what I mean. Quarter by quarter, overall. Well, you think they played overall good in the first quarter because we went down no. fourteen points. No, they played they played terribly in the first quarter. I was trying to bring out the good in the first quarter.
0: No, <laughs> <laughs> oh. you know sometimes I forgot we started with the uh, the good because we were really so bad. Um, what I take away from it, uh, Tervathan and Lynch on that play to uh, seals. What is his name? Seals, something Seals Jones, bunch of hyphenated. The tight end, basically Aaron Lynch hit him, and then kind of was, his, his assignment, it looked like to me, was to go play the flats, and Trevathan was supposed to pick him up, and Trevathan thought, oh, I'm supposed to cover the middle, Lynch is supposed to go with him. Left him wide open. No one was with him. Sam Bradford's going to hit that all day. He's an accurate quarterback when people are open. I mean, I know that sounds like a weird statement to say, but we'll get into Trubisky later. So... That, that was a little alarming. I was like, okay, because our defense has been solid. I mean beyond solid. We're leading the NFL in sacks right now coming into this game. We're turning the ball over. We're absolute beast mode right now, literally. And then that happens, a little alarming. But then the second time, the second series, are you? how are you feeling at this point? Well, by the time we're down 14 nothing, I am very, very worried. But how do you feel about fourteen nothing when the player was wide open again? Oh, that was terrible. And did it not look like Trevathan
1: blew another coverage again? It did. It did. And I I can't explain why he was player of the week last week, but this week he just was not on his game in that first quarter. First, actually, the whole first half. Yeah, it was it was a little rough. It it,
0: it was bad. Yeah. It was bad. Yeah. So let's go. Let's flip the script now a little bit and go to the offense in the first quarter. Um, As we've seen, Trubisky, when the plays are scripted out and he can execute them, he's great. He's really good. I mean, Green Bay, first series, touchdown. Seattle Seahawks, Monday Night Football, home in Chicago. First opening drive again, touchdown. Then Then the stall comes. Okay, it happened last week against Seattle. It happened for sure against Green Bay, which loses the game. Now, I'm sitting here and I'm like, okay, this is scripted. But also, there's a thought in the back of my head that keeps ringing out: Can you do it three weeks in a row? Can Can you go down the first drive three weeks in a row
1: and just put up a TD? The answer is no. Yeah, but what was going through your head? It, it, pretty much the same thing. I, You know, the first two games, you hit it right on the button. The drives were scripted. Trubisky looked good. And then after that, things seemed to fall apart. Yeah. Here's my thing, though.
0: With, with Trubisky, it's like, I understand scripted plays, but he, he even admitted, like, Booger McFarlane said it best. When this kid has scripted plays, he's good, but guess what? You can't script an entire game in the NFL. Exactly. Exactly, Tyler.
1: And, he, and, and the problem is that he just is a quarterback who, I'm sorry, as a Bears fan, I just don't have faith in him.
0: Yeah, that, that brings us to uh, the Trubisky boycott. Would you like to explain? There's yeah. a boycott going on in there's the a, Bears review right there's now. A,
1: there's a big boycott going on. I refuse to wear my number 10 jersey. Others were wearing their Bears jerseys with pride. But until number 10 can get his act together and consistently throw the ball with some accuracy, especially the long ball... I am not wearing number ten.
0: So, other than the Browns, if we had a team who could retire jerseys into the ring of shit fame, so far, so far, Trubisky's making a heavy play towards it. Correct? He would be in the center of the toilet bowl. (laughs) Which, okay, let's break down the rest of the game, and then we'll get into the. I I really want to hit on the manager. I really like the GM. We need to talk about what happened. Cody Parkey missed a field goal today from 47 yards. We'll get into all that. I mean that 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 hurt us. But man, let's just go instead of going quarter by quarter anymore. Let's just go with what we're feeling right now. Khalil Mack, what is it? That,
1: who, he, who, is this guy? Even human? He he is from no. The answer is no. He is not human. He is from the planet of Mac, which they all they do at the planet of Mac is sack quarterbacks.
0: And force fumbles and get interceptions. And and create pressures. and, And score touchdowns. He has done all of what we've said in three games as a Chicago Bear.
1: I love the quote that Gruden had last week. Quote of the year. It was the absolute quote of the year. For those of you who have not heard it, Tyler, would you like to give the quote? <laughs>
0: he literally said, "Hey, it's a hard, uh, it's a, it's a league here, and uh, you know it's hard to find a pass rusher, man. Oh, yes, it is, especially when you give him away. I mean, so far, I'm a big fan of we gave away people who we don't know are going to be good or not yet, and I'm not jumping the gun on this." Khalil Mack has the potential to be in the Hall of Fame if he keeps on this pace. Oh,
1: absolutely.
0: There... He, he, he is on pace to be as dominant
1: as Lawrence Taylor. Every single game, as a Bears fan, don't you love it when you see number 52 out on the field? Yeah. You never know what's going to happen. And
0: y- and you know what? He A lot of people aren't getting credit, too. Let's not forget this game. Hakeem Nix came up with a huge sack and forced fumble. Um. There's players... Robert Harris came out last week There's uh, in Green Bay. There is continually players now because guess what? And I've watched. Floyd is getting a little pressure here and there, but Floyd's getting kind of double teamed and chipped too, the same as Khalil Mack is because they keep flip-flopping on either end, which is really, honestly, is awesome because it is freeing up our middle and our defensive linemen are playing out of their minds right now. Mac
1: makes everyone on the team better.
0: I, I'm going to have to disagree with that a little bit, an aspect of look at the team we already had. We had a good offensive line. We were missing a couple pieces. I I want to say a huge standout who we're not talking about and we need to start talking about, who is this kid can play. This kid can ball. Roquan Smith, uh. the rookie 58 58- He's playing phenomenal right now.
1: He is. If you watch him, he is involved in almost every play, every tackle. He's somewhere around the ball. The kid is a ball hawk. He doesn't look like a rookie. No, he does not. Doesn't look like a rookie at all. And I want to tell you, Floyd had the cast off his arm for the first uh, game today. And even though he didn't make great sacks... What he did is, if you watched him, he consistently turned the play in. And that, that was huge in the game. That was big time. Yeah. I mean, just because you don't get sacks doesn't mean you don't contribute. And Floyd contributed a great deal by just turning the plays in because Hakeem Hicks, our other big guys, were right there to stop the ball carrier.
0: So we, we already talked about Hakeem Hicks, and they, they, they recover that fumble, though. He just got the sack for yep. it, but he still forced the fumble. You know, later in the game though, Bradford winds up throws a deep ball, and here is a very underrated player on our defensive side is Eddie Jackson. Man,
1: oh man, Eddie played out of his mind tonight.
0: Yeah, he did really good. He comes through on that long ball intercepts. You know, we're feeling good. We're back in the game. And we. It was it was something, and we. It, it always felt like though the problem is, and I know we jump around a lot on this show, people, but just bear with us. The, the the thing is when your offense keeps playing that bad, you know, usually the offense blows it for you. I don't care what people say, but our defense kept hanging in there and doing phenomenal throughout. Later in the game, Khalil Mack gets a hit on Bradford, forces a fumble, the ball's out, we recover. Then after that, McManus makes a hell of a diving interception. And quote me if I'm wrong, in my opinion, I'm pretty sure the Arizona Cardinals player, I forget who the wide receiver was, pretty sure he had it in his hands, and McManus just said, mine,
1: and ripped it out. Yeah, he. it was his. He came in there with authority, made the ball his, awesome awesome play it was a great play and then our offense continued to stall
0: um that that we're i'm done talking about the defense for right now because probably for the rest of the podcast because honestly i like to be positive i like to you know i like to give praise where praise is due i mean we're going to be talking like this i feel like for the whole year about the bears defense
1: our our defense is a top five defense don't you think (laughs) easy yeah. Easy. We
0: what we need to talk about right here and right now. We have a big, big problem. We have a very big problem. I know you yeah, hear e- the growling.
1: Even the dog knows and it's the a dog big problem. Knows there's
0: a big problem. So we have a very big problem with the quarterback. The play calling was okay. It was good. I want to say okay because. Now, the reason I want to say it's okay, and correct me if I'm wrong, did you feel like throughout the game we were making good plays, play calling, good play calling, right? Good play calling was happening, but then Nagy started to see my quarterback's not playing well. Yeah. So he tried to
1: cater the offense around to it. You could see that especially after the um, um, third quarter. Really, he he started to look like, you know what? i got to play this a little bit more conservatively. And Nagy called a great game, but you could tell. Well, let me just ask the Chicago fans out there. Do you think, Tyler, that Nagy has faith in Trubisky? I don't think everyone on there is named Tyler,
0: but I think they understood where you were going with that. You know where I was
1: going with it, buddy.
0: Just hashtag it Bears Reveal. We'll get back to you. So... The problem is, though, what I feel like is he missed how many... Okay, before I answer this question, I don't want to, you know... We, we haven't really talked about the game, guys. We we talk on the mics. That's what we like to do. You're getting first-hand reaction. How many touchdowns do you think, do you think Trubisky should have had tonight? Because oh. he had zero. Wait, hold on. For those who don't know, he missed 10 throws. He was, what, 24 for 34? Yes. For, like, over 200 yards. A lot of those were screens and checkdowns, and a lot of players were making big plays. Cohen was making big plays for him. Howard was making big plays. Uh, he did hit, I think, the far—the no, I know—the farthest pass he hit was Allen Robinson, 39 yards. How many touchdowns do you think he should have had? At least three more. I agree, at least three. Guys, if you didn't watch the game, rewind it back. He missed Allen Robinson down a seam route. Allen Robinson, throw that ball inside on a slant. Here's my problem. Trubisky was missing people on slant routes. He was overthrowing. He was wild. He was
1: all over the place. Let's talk about his deep ball, though. Go ahead. I know it's bothering you. Oh, it, it's absolutely bothering me. I cannot stand to see him throw the deep ball. He is the NFL's most inaccurate deep ball thrower at this point
0: in time. Well, he is consistent in one at, in one regard. They're short
1: every time, every time, every single time, and and you know when you have the speed of Gabriel, that's true. But Alan Robinson's
0: not a speed guy, and he's still underthrowing him, and it's alarming. Alan Robinson's a big guy who likes to go up and get the ball. We need to get him more involved. Um, we need to
1: talk about Anthony Miller it, too. It, I want I want to say though, it is not just the underthrowing the ball. It's ball placement. He consistently, even when they're able to catch the ball, he doesn't put the ball the spot that allows the runner to extend the play. Or in the
0: receiver. Yeah, absolutely. He, he missed Robinson on the fade route, didn't even give him a chance in the end zone, missed him on a post run. He, he ran a skinny post run on the inside, misses him. He underthrew Robinson then again on a bomb. Then he under he overthrew Gabriel, like and it wasn't even an overthrow. It was an overthrow, but it was already out of bounds ten yards before the ball even landed. And then on top of that, he missed Trey Burton
1: in the back of the end zone. He threw it over the end zone. You know, Tyler, you and I have been Bears fans for thirty plus years, and we want a franchise quarterback as bad as any two Bears players. Or excuse me, any two Bears fans ever wanted a quarterback. Honestly, let's let's talk to the audience. Audience, is this the guy? You're gonna have I mean
0: they can hit us up on Twitter at Bears Review, but I guarantee if we're gonna get a lot of feedback that he is. People have blind faith, man. Now, I wanna give credit where credit's due. I have never been a big fan of
1: Trubisky, but my father, you have. Oh, in the beginning. In the beginning, I was on the Trubitsky bandwagon 110%. I thought this kid had a good, good ball, could throw it out of the pocket. I was so high on him. And I want to tell you, I've I've turned 180 degrees from that. Well, correct
0: me if I'm wrong, but when he was under John Fox, you were under the influence
1: that it's John Fox's offense is why he's bad. Well, John Fox let's let's face it his offense was a 1933 offense he basically didn't allow Trebitsky to, to do anything that would hurt him whatsoever and he was so conservative that it made the Republican Party look very very liberal <laughs> well but what I'm trying to say is,
0: you you kind of you, you added the politician you, the political side in there and then you gave the politician answer and you didn't even answer me Is that why though did you think at that time that Cherbisky the reason he was bad was because of John Fox I absolutely thought it was the reason he was bad Okay that's all I need to know And now where do you stand He's bad with and without John Fox do you think that the coaching can get him better? You know? Put your bias aside. Try to put the bias aside. Answer it with your heart. If you're not a Bears fan, you've watched all the Bears games, though. You're not a fan. That's kind of weird. But I, you did it anyway. What's your assessment?
1: I want him to be a franchise quarterback. Uh, see, I said put your, put your bias aside. Well, I guess that's not a good place to do it on the show that's called The Bears Review. It's not. Listen. Listen. I want him to be our franchise quarterback. In my heart, I want him to be there, but my eyes tell me he's not. If this is a Bears bar,
0: we're pouring heavy. Like we are heavy-handed. <laughs> like we are pouring heavy on the bias. Like <laughs> yeah. So we, we and that's a hard question for me to ask, but you know what? Screw it, we can be biased. The you know what? Can I talk real quick? This is going to go a little off subject. When I was in Tennessee, I just want to say the reason we came up with this show is because you don't get Bears talk. I watched First Take with Stephen A. Smith and Max Kellerman and Molly Quinn hosting, and they got to the Bears-Seattle game on Tuesday. You know what they talked about? Do you Do you want to know? Yeah. Yeah. The Seahawks, and what went wrong with the Seahawks? Seriously. That's it. And that's all these damn shows do. That's all they do. That's why we created a show where you can get Bears information, you can tweet in, you can answer questions. We're going to do it all. That's what we're, we're building up. We're I, building right now. Right now, we're low. We're going to
1: continue to go. I'm going to challenge you. I'm going to, the same question right back at you. Is Mitch Trubitsky, the quarterback that we thought he was going to be? For me, yes, because
0: when you get 13 starts in the ACC and you played for thir- three, you played three years at North Carolina. Ooh, I mean, what besides Michael Jordan? What the hell has come out of North Carolina? Tyler Hansbro, he even he was a bum basketball player. I'm <laughs> Shots fired, pal. Listen, here's the thing. Here's the biggest problem with everything right now. He played at North Carolina. He was there for three years. He started 13 games in the ACC. Who the hell is in the ACC? Yes, Uh, those are crickets chirping because there is no one in the ACC. There is no competition in the ACC. This is in the SEC. The SEC. Which brings me, we have to talk. We're done with the game. I got... Trubisky, I'm off. I always thought he'd be bad. I'm continuing. Please prove me wrong. Trubisky, we'll mark this down. We'll replay it. We'll send you a file of me talking shit and then me eating crow at the end. Because believe me, buddy, if you can bring a Super Bowl to, to Chicago, I will eat as much crow as you want. But guess what? I feel like this is the only time we'll be talking about you. Unless it's in a positive way, which I don't see coming anytime soon. I think he'll be... My my biggest fear is that we hold on to him for three or four years, and that's a and we just have him, yeah. and he's just there. Well, and we just continue and continue. But is there a bigger fear? What if he does the Joe Flacco move? Well, you and I have talked about Tyler. What about? But what know, about? Did, hold on. What about the Joe Flacco move? Would that? How would you feel about that? Say more. The Joe Flacco move. Joe Flacco plays like crap the entire season. All of a sudden, he throws. 11 TDs in the playoffs with no touchdowns, gets a huge contract extension after winning the Super Bowl, and
1: then. Pfft. Listen, how long has it been since our Bears have even been in the playoffs? God, six years ago? At least. Well, anyone. I ain't now. Anyone that can take us to the playoffs mm. is going to be. But, but but it's
0: not him. If, if we get there, it's our defense. That's the issue. Will our management overlook the fact that our defense got us there and say, you know what, Trubisky's a good game manager? That's, That's my fear. This is my I, fear because I
1: feel like our defense is that good. I share the same fear. I think there is a real risk. You and I are, were initially at different places with Ryan Pace, our GM. I thought initially that he might be a good GM. However, this is the concern, is he becomes a homer. Ryan Pace, let's say he gets us into the playoffs and has a couple good games. Who Ryan Pace isn't getting us anywhere. Who's getting us into the playoffs? The defense is obviously going to get us in the okay, playoffs. Okay,
0: well you gotta you gotta specify because the way you sounded it, you said if he gets us in, and you were talking about Ryan Pace, that bum is not getting us anywhere right now. And a lot of people might not know this: Washington beat Green Bay, <laughs> Minnesota dropped the ball against Buffalo. We are on top right now, regardless what happens tonight with Detroit. We are on top of the NFC North right now. Which is
1: it's pretty amazing if you think about it, but it has nothing to do with Ryan Pace. I That's agree. only three weeks. We are uh, three weeks in. N- nothing to do with Trubitsky. And, or and Ryan Pace. Yeah. Yeah. It has to do with the defense. Now, you might be able to make the argument that Ryan Pace brought Mac to the team and because of that we are in a better position. Yeah, but
0: how many games has he Ryan Pace lost us by cutting Robbie Gold? We have been through kickers like we have been through kickers like a madman. Yeah. In and out, in and out, in yeah. and out. Cause according to Ryan Pace, kickers are a dime a dozen. Well Robbie's doing pretty damn good. And you know what? If we would have got that Cody Parkey field goal, we go through kickers like just look at the kickers. Yeah. People don't understand. What Ryan Pace is very good at, people, is he's good at covering up his own shit. Basically, if he took a shit on your floor, he would cover it up and put bees and put it in the corner. And guess what? You would never know it's there until that breeze runs out. And later, you're going to start smelling it because it's there. He's just good at covering it up because I feel like that's what he's doing with Trubisky. But guess what, man? When you take a shit that big, it's in the center of the room. It's not in the corner. That quarterback is a centerpiece. He's not some cornerback safety defensive end he is the quarterback so tyler he is
1: on display week in and week out for the bears fans out there should they give up on trubisky i would
0: i'm already off what is there to like how many games do you have to play seriously like
1: uh, let's (laughs) let's talk about what are our options then let's say trubisky's not the man what do we do right now? You're a fan. You
0: are watching go, oh, the oh, game. Oh, this is gonna be. People are not gonna like me. They are not gonna like me. And you know what? Bring it. Sign Colin Kaepernick. He could run that offense better.
1: Ooh, I love that.
0: He can run the. He he's a better runner. He 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 didn't get a fair shot. You know who I'd really like to bring in, but he might be past his prime now. I wouldn't mind giving Tim Tebow a chance. He had a winning record. He had a winning record. I know people are like, "Wow, this guy's in left field." Blah, blah blah blah. What are our other options? Until we get someone else, what are our other options? I don't think Chase Daniel is going to come in to do any better. That dude's old. He's on the he's on the Chicago Bears retirement plan. Yeah, he's just there to coach
1: along. Trubisky, we only have him. What are we going to yeah. do? But wouldn't you wouldn't you say that Nagy overall has done a very good coaching job? and especially in terms of play calling, much different than the John Fox era.
0: I completely agree. My biggest fear is I'm a fan of Nagy. I really am. Mm -hmm. I think he's smart. I think he kept Vic Flangio on for a reason. I think he's very intelligent. My biggest fear, and what scares the living bejesus out of me, is how much time do we give him, and then does Trubisky become Nagy's problem and not Ryan Pace's? Well, so if what I'm trying to say is, if for those who aren't following, if Trubisky becomes Nagy's problem, does Ryan Pace kind of say, well, "Well, get rid of them both," and then he's still in power? That would be
1: an utter disaster. Nagy needs to stay. I think he has shown his worth. He's an incredible coach. I love his play calling. It's imaginative. It's creative. For now, for now, we're
0: still only three weeks in. I'm not jumping the yeah. gun yet. The problem with Trubisky, though, is he already has more starts than he ever did in college. He already has he has 15 starts. He last week against the Seahawks, he only threw for two touchdowns, and that was a career high.
1: He also threw two interceptions. Yeah. He's not good. Here- He's ungood. Let's let's face it. He's really ungood. And where he's most ungood, from my perspective, watch him when the play starts to break down. Unlike franchise quarterbacks that look downfield, he looks down to the ground.
0: Yeah, he panics. I mean, maybe that can get worked on. I don't know. I don't even know why I'm trying to justify it. I don't want him. I didn't want him. Why would you move up? And you know what? Everyone can say whatever they want to say. New offense. It's only this. It's only that. Blah blah blah. Yeah. Well, guess what? Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, he sat for a year and learned the offense. But you know what? I can learn an offense, Dad. I'm overweight and out of shape. I can learn an offense. That doesn't mean I can perform in it. So what about and Patrick Mahomes now has the NFL record for thirteen TD passes. In three weeks. And Trubisky, how many does Trubisky have? That's right, folks, three. So Ty? He has 10 more. And we passed. We went up to get Trubisky. No
1: one was looking at Trubisky. I, I agree. And what about the Bear fans that are listening to this show out there that are saying, hey, you guys are being too rough on him. We are sitting atop of the NFC North. We are the NFC North leader after three weeks and you guys are being way too hard that's fine follow the bears review at twitter bears review
0: and then use the hashtag at bears review and we'll get back to you that's what i say to the haters you want a voice on this show we're free to give it to you you're more than welcome to voice your opinion because we know we're all not going to get along but you know what if you want to call me out and you want to think that i'm stupid about this that's fine Because then I will
1: keep your personal information and we can send you a letter back and you can apologize on the show. Our goal is to give you honest, gut reactions of true Bear fans and how we feel about our team.
0: Well, that's not...
1: (laughs) You don't need to verify
0: the show every time. Like, we know. They know what it is. Like, we don't need to say, you know, this is honest, true Bear fan. I mean, there are going to be true Bears fans out there, too. They're just not going to have the same opinion as us. You know? There were big-time color supporters for a long time, and I was one of them, to a certain extent. Yeah, I am so glad the Jay Cutler experiment is done. Is it? Is it? Seriously, is it? Do we not have Jay Jr.? Because we-, we used to call Ryan Tannehill, who plays in Miami, Jay Jr., and he only had 13 games. Name one successful quarterback who has played 13 games in four freaking college and has actually done anything Uh, you can't i know i didn't give you time to look it up i understand that's my point you know who else played 13 games you might know him as a sanchez mark sanchez you know what he's best known for the butt fumble it was a fantastic butt fumble (laughs) i'll give you that but my point is how are you sitting up there and you're like, yeah, this kid's the one. This kid's it.
1: I Listen, if there are Bear fans out there, I would love to hear from them. If they think Mitch is the answer right now, I would love to hear what their logic is related to his play. Yeah, and they know where to go. So I know the
0: point do. is this. Here's the thing, right? When the Bears... Okay, for the people that don't know the story, right, it was reported that Mitch Trubisky met with Matt Nagy and Andy Reid when Matt Nagy was a quarterback coach at, at, uh, excuse me, sorry, the beer hit me a little bit there, Uh, when he was a coach at Kansas City, right? Right. They sat down, they had a 15-minute interview with him at the combine, they were not impressed. Then then Matt Nagy said this and then Matt Nagy said that later they met when he came in for like five or six hours to the facility and he was thoroughly impressed. I take that with the biggest pinch of salt and I want to call BS so bad because (laughs) if they were so pumped about him because they were like, we knew we, you know, he was a great kid. We loved what he was doing and blah, blah, blah. Then why did they wait? They didn't, they didn't jump up to get him. Everyone stayed back. They didn't even want him. And it was revealed they still had Patrick Mahomes hire. So what, what? that worries me a little bit about Nagy and the aspect of, I understand you can't call out your quarterback. You can't do it to the media. No, there's no way. But do you feel that Nagy's sitting there going,
1: shit, what am I going to do? I have to make this work. I think when Nagy's alone and he's thinking about the next Bears game, I believe he's trying to protect himself from Trubisky.
0: You know what I think Nagy does when he's alone and he's thinking about Trubisky? I'll tell you what I think he does. I think he reaches into his fridge and he just grabs a can of beer and goes to town because that's what I'm doing, because it's frustrating. I can't even imagine working with a giant jackass like Ryan Pace. Can't I can't aim I can't fathom. He no one talks about the bad things he does. He is covering up everything with the great trade of Khalil Mack. Great trade, yes. It's still not the prize piece. The prize piece is the quarterback position. We have talent all around the field. I don't care what anyone says, it's there. We're not using it. And I know we're focusing a lot on Trubisky right now, but God, he played like Crap. You can't play that bad.
1: You know, if we want to make the playoffs... Playoffs? Yeah. If we want to make the playoffs, we have to have better QB play. Will we get it, though?
0: Will we be there? No, I'm asking you. Will we get it? Boy. Right now, it doesn't look like it. And I will answer your question. No, I don't think we'll be there. I don't think we're getting in the playoffs. We're getting lucky. We beat Arizona Cardinals, who is a... Uh, uh, they're pathetic. They're not good. I'm sorry. They're just not playing good right now. I would think the 0-3 and three record now substantiates that. Yeah, but I want to talk about, since we're on quarterback play, now we don't often do this. But I want your opinion on what happened with Arizona late. Now, you're an Arizona coach. You're seeing what Chicago's defense is doing to you. And then you put in Rosen, a rookie with four minutes left in the game to go down and just get in a field goal position. Why? Desperation. You don't think that's beyond desperation?
1: It might be. But I tell you what, How did, that coach... That coach was saying to himself at that point in time, Sam Bradford is 0-2. and I have nothing to lose. If I put Josh Rosen in and he wins the game, I might save my job. I disagree. You do have everything to lose. You're putting in a rookie who has never even... Look at that Bears
0: defense. Are you kidding me? You're going to throw... You are literally throwing a baby into the deep end of the pool with no floaties and saying, Swim! Go ahead and swim. No, Drew Rosen was that baby, and he he, he, he drowned. He did not swim at all. Okay? You can't throw quarterbacks take rhythm. You literally are saying, hey, warm up on the sideline with some fifth-string wide receiver, throw the ball back and forth, and go
1: beat this Bears defense. Let That's me, asinine. Let me challenge that. What had Sam Bradford done up to that point? He still had two TDs. Two TDs, two interceptions,
0: and a fumble. I understand you do not pull your quarterback. That's too late. If you want to do that, you do that in the third quarter. A quarterback needs reps. You can't go in cold against a top-five defense. That's ridiculous. As
1: a Bears fan, we're and one I thank him.
0: Yeah, I, I, I understand. But if we ever did that, like, I'm being dead serious. As much as I've been crapping on Trubisky today... If we were ever to take Trubisky out on a game-winning drive and put in Chase Daniel for four minutes, you'd be pissed. Quite so. Exactly. You can't. That's what I'm saying. It was a dumb call. We're not a we're not a pish podge defense. We're we're top five. We're gonna hit top five this year. We are something yeah. to behold. The, and, the and, monsters and,
1: of the midway are
0: back. Okay, but can we also talk about for real? Can we talk about how their guard, their their tackle had to switch out? So they had Khalil Mack was going up against a fresh rookie tackle that game. They kicked the other tackle out to the other or the other side, and you're going to put in a rookie quarterback.
1: Once again, he just lost I'm not his in job. agreement with it, but I thought it was an act of desperation.
0: Yeah desperation to get a new job, because that's
1: where you're going to find yourself. That was a horrible play call.
0: Horrible. And I'm okay. Thank you.
1: I'm okay if he gets a new job and we get to the playoffs. I think we would have
0: lost with Sam Bradford in. I'll say it, because we were playing way too far back off those corners. They were doing easy comeback routes. Easy, all day, every day. You can't take a quarterback out that hot. I really think we got lucky in that regard, but also we have a hell of a defense. They really came through. I mean, we finished the game with a sack. I mean, come on.
1: Yeah, it was great. I mean, and if you look at it, listen, David Johnson is a good RB. He is really, really good. How many yards did we hold him to today? I don't even know. I'll have to look. I, I I think it had to be under 60, right? I don't know. I didn't even...
0: Keep talking there. While I, like, well, yeah, I, I can do
1: both here. <laughs> I know. You people Google people are
0: going to think their headset went out. Yeah, They're I know. Start in the
1: button, I know. All I'm saying is that a very, very good RB, not just in fantasy but in real life, I think was held to right around 60 yards. If I'm, are we talking about all the yards combined or just rushing? I'm talking about rushing yards. I think he was held right around 60 yards or so for the entire game you're way off really what what did 31 he,
0: he had 12 carries for 31 yards. oh he my gosh a- he only averaged 2.6 yards a carry what what was his total yardage did you have that uh yeah he had four so sixty-sixty-one 61 yards all together he had four okay. catches he all had right four catches for 60 yards holy cow he, no four catches for 30 yards totaling 61 all together with one td wow
1: wow this 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 is a guy who, you know, has the potential of doing two thousand all purpose yards. And I I think that says a lot about our bear defense. It does.
0: Um again, there's questions. I don't have questions about the wide receivers. I admire Anthony Miller today and his toughness that he oh, showed out there. He was incredible. Cohen, good, Howard, good would like to see Howard get the ball more, honestly. He did get 24 carries. He only got 61 yards. I don't think Nagy quite understands Howard is not a shotgun guy. Yeah. And I don't think that that limits you because the announcer said something today that really stuck out to me. They said that Trubisky said when he is under center, he concentrates more on his footwork than when in shotgun. He tends to get lazy in shotgun. And we ran the
1: majority of our plays in shotgun. Hey, I've gotta ask you because I'm sure the fans out there are wondering the same thing. What's up what's up with White? He wasn't on the field? Why I mean, he, is he is he just do you think he's just completely irrelevant at this point in time? They
0: okay. Now I have a theory on this. When he came out of college, he basically ran one route ninety percent of the time. It was a fly route. They said one of the biggest knocks on him was he has a hard time understanding X's and O's and he's not very football smart. He doesn't get where, like, you have to pretty much tell him what route to run each and every play. And Matt Nagy brings an offense with a lot of window dressing. So it's the same play, but this time you could be in motion. This time you could be in the slot. This time you could be out wide to the left. This time you could be out wide to the right. That's all in one play. Now, John Fox had a simpler offense, and he played all the time, but then he got hurt. Now we get a more supposedly, like I said, with the window dressing, the more advanced offense, you know, quote, unquote. And now he's not in the game. We kind of saw the same thing with Ocho Cinco, Chad Johnson, when he went to play with the Patriots. Everyone was like, "Whoa, look what Randy Moss did with them!" Well, it just shows you, man. You don't know the game. You don't know X's and O's. They're not going to play you because you could get someone hurt. You could miss a block. You could miss a key assignment, and that's what I think is happening with White right now. Because I
1: was, I was honestly surprised to see Bellamy out there, and you know he had more catches tonight than White. Well, not
0: only that, White's not even getting targeted. So I, I I still stand by what I said. I think that when Trubisky watches him run a route, that he runs the wrong route, which might
1: help because Trubisky can't make an accurate throw, so who knows? Yeah, that could be a fantastic combination. R- wrong route, wrong throw. <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe
0: it would end up actually doing something for once. Well, are we about ready to tie things up? Yeah, I think so. You got anything else you want to... Say or harp on?
1: No. I think Bears fans, it's great that we're here on a Sunday night and we're sitting atop of the NFC Central? NFC, Excuse me, NFC North. Uh, That was one too many beers right there.
0: (laughs) I'd say so. We got a little baseball talk in there. Um, Here's the thing before we uh, head out here. uh, Just the fact that we continue to finish at the bottom of the division – our destiny is in our own faith. Like in our own faith, in our own hands right now. So we'll see where it goes. Now you and me called this. Like listen to week one people. We broke down the schedule. Right now, we have called every single game. Now, real quick, well dude just I just want a brief summary. What do you think a Tampa Bay fits magic is what they're calling Fitzpatrick right now? He's got to crash and burn soon.
1: I absolutely think he's going to crash and burn. Is
0: it against us, or is it
1: tomorrow against Pittsburgh? No, I don't think it's tomorrow against Pittsburgh. I think he has a heck of a game tomorrow against Pittsburgh. Their defense, look how leaky it was against Kansas City. It's been leaky against Cleveland in the very first game. I think it continues to go. I believe the Fitzmagic stops at Chicago.
0: Okay, Do you, would you rather face one other question, and then we'll go. Fitzmagic or Jameis, I steal crabs, Winston? Oh, give me Fitzmagic any day of the week. You don't want crabs? I don't want crabs. Sounds good to me. With that being said, we'll see you next time, folks, and remember, bear down.
1: Bear down.